seltzer water because I didn't have a place to put one while I was driving. So, because right. I have a diet Dr. Pepper. Also, we probably will only have one podcast because our yeah. lofty ideals of podcasting six backup podcasts while we were in the car for lo these many hours did not pan out. I really thought we could, and then yeah. we like talked the whole way there, and then coming back, stop. Like, yeah, that was actually yeah, and we had like a lot of stuff to talk about. It was like gotta get all this yeah talked yeah, and then I hadn't anticipated how tiring. <laughs> our project was so then it took us a while to really recover all the way to then even be able to record one podcast right but you only get one and when we got in the car on the way home it didn't look promising for either of us at all (laughs) we actually had to listen to somebody else's podcast because we couldn't think and we were tired we yeah we because did you say we visited logos i didn't you tell you say why we visited logos yes so we went to logos school in moscow idaho so it's like the flagship classical Christian modern education school. Yep. Um, what is that? You know, we just drove by a truck that has it's something like, plugged into it. Plugged <laughs> in into an outlet. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Um, but, uh, so we went there. Because we've been trying to go there for two years. We had a visit, visit scheduled two Pre-COVID. years ago. COVID. Yep. Pre-COVID. And COVID happened, so we couldn't go. And then they weren't taking visitors. And so we finally got to go. And I don't even remember why we were going in the first place. But other than just to I think we were see just we going learn. to see what we could learn. Yeah. yeah. And this time I feel like I was more... I was more focused on what I wanted to learn. But it turns out... The, so we went to grammar classes the first day. And then we went to secondary classes the second day. And it turns out that the grammar class day was like well, unbelievably exhausting like because i don't know did, how to communicate it we did grammar classes in the morning at i think they were like one hour intervals weren't they yeah like I 50 mean, minute yeah so it, it was, was like, like a period system sort yeah, of, yeah. But we were in different classes and then we went to the first and second grade campus and it was like the lightning round <laughs> but in moving from when you're already exhausted class to we're gonna class. Crank up the pace. You're right. gonna die. The treadmill is going too fast. Yeah, because <laughs> well, one then, class we yeah. got into five minutes late. Yes. And then they went to recess five minutes early. So we got we basically <laughs> awkwardly walked in the door for them to stand up and greet us, and then sat down. And then there were two minutes left. Yes, it was. It was. Ooh, because like you're trying to pay attention to so many things at one time. So you're like. You're paying attention to the curriculum, the teaching, the, kids. the structure, the kids. Yeah. The and, and like kids who are making eye contact with you and smiling. So then right. you're trying to smile back at them and also, right. how's the discipline being handled? What's the overall vibe? How's this classroom set up? Does it feel nice in here? You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I also spent so one good. class trying to silently scooch my chair away from the heater <laughs> that they had stuck me in front of. I was like, I can't sit here. It's so hot. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm like inching over, but then the kid that I was getting closer to suddenly looked at me with very nervous eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, never mind. Why are you getting closer to me? Yeah, I know. He's like, stranger, danger. Why is she <laughs> carefully? She's approaching me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, She's very hot right here. That was funny. Well, I got stuck in the front. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, all right. of the kids were pointed <laughs> at the door. So, like, the wall, the door is on the wall where all of the desks are pointed at the teacher is to my left as I walk in and she smiles at me and the chair is right there <laughs> and I'm like well oh, like, I will oh, sit down thank you I do have okay then I felt is... super antsy like it's oh, hard yeah, no, to it's feel when chill you have when to sit still that yes. everybody's no I don't like this at all yeah uh okay I this is a general complaint against the universe and all the people that make this decision and I'm sure there are always decisions like reasons for this decision right but why do we set up classrooms I did just realize hospitality club is about to start in like 10 minutes we're not there oh uh 20 minutes wait isn't it no it's not hospitality club no yeah the hospitality club kids are helping fold napkins for the fun Oh, for the fiction. Okay, okay. Maybe I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw something about Hospitality Club, (laughs) and I was like, how did I miss this again? Yes. We didn't miss it. Uh, Hospitality Club does this too, so I'm just saying. I'm sure there's a good reason. Not always, though. Sometimes it's pointed the other direction. Okay, because I'm like, people, if you only have one door into your classroom, 
please put it in the back? Because also, like, the teacher, shouldn't the teacher be able to see who's coming in most easily, not the kids? Yeah. So I would like the doors to be in the backs of the classrooms when possible. Okay. Well, there you go. Yep. Duly I'm noted. filing that into whoever's listening. Right. Um, okay. So let's talk. Does this seem like we could talk about this? I feel like the low-cost trip would be interesting to people who... Yeah, I know. I did think of that school. when I started saying that. I was like, uh, "Are people like talk what?" About that? Maybe we could get two podcasts in. We already have another topic. That's true. <laughs> we can, and we still have two and a half hours. We can we, <laughs> exactly. Then we'll have people. a backup, guys. If we had a backup podcast, that would be so exciting. We would be so organized. <laughs> but then you'd forget to post. No, it. I know. That was the, the husband one. I, I, I think I thought I did post it, or I just stopped thinking about it. I, it was really good, you know. And then yeah. I think it was my mom that was like. When are you posting the husband podcast? And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> so I quick post it. Uh, yeah, she was very excited to listen. She even got my dad to listen to that one. I feel oh, like we had right. a lot more visitors. A lot more visitors. A lot more visitors. <laughs> visitors. <laughs> we had a lot more of those listening visitors that came through the back door of my classroom. Because that's where it is. <laughs> than we normally do. Yeah. So I'm glad. That is funny. Well, that was fun. That honestly, it was fun. I listened to. I don't listen to all of our podcasts because I feel like I was no. there for it. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, I couldn't remember anything that we talked about. No. And when I posted it, so it was two hours. I was like, "What did what we talk could about? We for have two hours. possibly yeah. talked about." Yeah. yeah. But, but then it was two hours, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did yeah. too. I I told Sean I don't think I did this either. So this is the problem. I I said, "Oh, you know, maybe I should share this one on my Facebook page." Because I feel like this one is really easy to share because I can say the hosts of this podcast are crazy, but this time they had on they some had really good guests. guests. Yeah. yeah. You should listen too. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Please don't come up here. Uh, yeah. Anytime you hear us say something weird, it's probably because of Traffic. trucks. We're driving. Yep. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk about the trip? Yeah. That seems reasonable. This way we can report. Well, this will alleviate the sadness that we didn't write a formal report yet. Yes. Okay. I know, because we do have because, okay, so people, I thought, I brought like one of those little mini-sized legal pads, <laughs> not the really mini ones, but the like half-page ones, Yeah. and um, I thought, you know, I'll probably get like two pages, like one per day. No, no, I have 20 pages of tiny, frantic, lots of shorthand notes <laughs> that... I was like, whoa, I I did not, ex- I took my knitting the first day because I thought this will be great. I can knit and, you know, observe these classes. There was no time for knitting. There, no. It was so intense. I could not record all of what I cared about fast enough because I cared about basically everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I really appreciated you writing notes when we were meeting with the principals. We met with mm-hmm. the grammar principal, like the lower grammar principal and then we met with the secondary principal and it was I appreciate it because I felt like I could maintain eye contact while you wrote things down so it wasn't both of us not yeah no I know because it is weird to be having a lot of eye contact but then being like hold on I gotta write wait 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 I gotta write just keep talking I guess (laughs) but if you could stop that would be better (laughs) I feel like we defaulted into you were the recorder and I was the eye contact no because some of the stuff he was saying was so good I'm like I have to write that down I can't I can't because I'm not going to remember and it's it's like actually really valuable. Yeah. Okay. okay. Before we get okay before because you probably have some kind of a structure in your head. I might. I don't know. I, we are really hauling off today. I know because we don't even know no we're doing paper this. Here structure we go. And nobody feels like it. So nope. like here we go. And we can't even read my notes probably. No. So that's not going to help us. Um. But uh, the one thing I wanted to say because I feel like the biggest takeaway that applies to the most things is that so I have been stalking Logos School since 2003 so I I think I read the first education book one of Doug's I I can't remember the names but he's got the two I think I read both of them before Maggie turned one because as soon as I had her I was like what do you do with this person how do you educate a person I don't know what we're doing and I had read Fruit of Her Hands when I was pregnant with Maggie and I remembered seeing that Doug had some stuff on education so I was like well I guess I could start there um and so I like I called Logos and was like hi I live in Marysville Washington and I hope this is still hang on it looks good 
Okay, it is. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't sure it was still recording because it gave me a weird orange. What is, oh, it just means it's recording. Oh, yeah. Guys, this is really good podcasting when I'm talking <laughs> about what's on my phone screen. Um, but I called them and was like, I live kind of far away, but can I get your newsletter? <laughs> they were like, sure. So they put me on their newsletter mailing list, which I would pour over every day. I think it came quarterly. And I would read it trying to absorb as much as I could from what are you doing? What's right. happening there? So I've been stalking them for a long time. And I, I knew, because they were very clear about it, that their overall goal for the school, not goal, like vision, their, what they hoped they could do is offer two classrooms per grade. They had a generalized <coughs> building plan, an ideal of we're going to buy some property. It's going to have these kind of sports fields. And it's going to be able to house the two classrooms per grade all the way through secondary. And it's going to be great. And... So, like, you know, that was a while ago. So, since 2003, you've been, yeah. you've been casted the vision. Yes, totally. Tracking the with them, yeah. reading, like, ooh, what's happening now? How's it going? Where are you at? And uh, I think it was about five... It was probably, like, ten years ago that they started getting legacy students. Would that be right? Ten? Yes. Okay. But it was more like a trickle, and that, like, way up to their game. So this is students of Logos graduates. Sorry, kids of Logos graduates that then got came back to the school to go there. And families actually moved back so their kids could go there. And that upped the stakes where, you know, these are people that already got that education, who loved it, who are then like, what's next? How do we make it better? So then that really, like, increased what they were working on. But then about three years ago, but then it got really crazy during COVID. Their numbers just exploded. Like all these people moved there and then they were like, oh no, this is way more than two classrooms per grade. And there's no way we're going to fit on the property that they had bought with the plans that they had to build there. And so now they've switched to a multi-campus grammar and middle school model, like a district within a single high school that they'll go to. So that, so here's the principle from this, because that's a lot of talking. <laughs> that keep, have a good vision of what you think God wants you to do, and then keep a really loose hand on it, because you don't know what God is doing. Like, you, so you have this tidy plan that you think is exactly how it should go. Because right. this, this applies to like, oh, I think I'm going to have three girls or right. I'm going to have 10 children or I'm going to get married when I'm 27 or whatever. Whatever the thing is. As you go, God has a tendency to drastically change like, it. Nope, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> totally. And like, it was really encouraging to see all the spots that they are totally scrambling, trying to figure out how to keep up with what God has right in front of them right now yeah. because it's really easy to think if I could just get to where that person is or that institution is or whatever then I wouldn't have all these problems and it would oh, be yeah. easier I feel like that's the main thing that everybody can use forever well it's the you know man makes his plans and God directs his steps like do make your plans yep. like you ought to be making plans you ought to be trying to get better at what you're doing you should see what's coming and then also you know, let God direct your steps and be grateful when he does. Yeah. Because that's tempting too, to be like, no, God, I don't want this circumstances done. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Um, well, and so encouraging because we tend to feel like, well, if we could just hit this point, we'll be done with the work. If yep. I could just get, you know my curriculum organized I will be done with the work it will be so much easier if I could just get my kitchen organized I will be the, the work will be so much easier if I can just potty train them then there won't yeah, be any more work it'll be easier and yep. I feel like that is such a lie straight from the pit for the the work should not be you're not getting easier or you're not getting better at the work so that your load gets lightened. Yeah. The Lord is kind to make you more efficient and better at what you do so that you can do more stuff. Like he's not he's not looking for a whole bunch of people who are really efficient with all the leisure time and no hard work. Like the work is the part of the thing that actually is refining us. Yeah. And that I don't 
know, I mean, that changes. It's not like you're forever adding workload per yep, se, yep, yep. but like as you get older, the workload then becomes like we were laughing about this earlier. Like when you're a teenager, you're not really spending a lot of time thinking about how to take care of your body because it's pretty much on autopilot. Yep, but the yep. older you get, you're like, man, I gotta like keep track of how much water I'm drinking and how much <laughs> exercise I'm doing. Like it becomes a real project. I'm assuming that just keeps going up. The work is actually just maintaining yourself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and like, you know, even handling different stressors without sitting. Yeah. Like, like, cause as you, as you go, cause I think as like a teenager, you really do think, I think I looked at adults and figured they were dealing with really similar things to me. Uh-huh. And so then if they were seeming stressed, I was kind of like, what is your problem? Like, just don't be like that. Right. You know? And which is kind of true advice actually, but like even from a teenager, but like I get that from my kids and I do say, yes, that is actually correct. I should right. just be handling that. But I should not be freaking out. Yep. Um, but then as you go, you start to realize, whoa, the people farther up the pole here are dealing with a whole bunch of stuff you can't even see when you're under them. Like you can't, oh, yeah. you're like, wow, is it always like this? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's when, um, especially quieter moms have a couple kids, like a toddler and a baby. And they're touching them all the time, and the toddler is talking all the time, and the baby is nursing all the time, and you're like, ah. like the quiet people in particular, like it can feel like no one has ever experienced this level of touching and stress and input, and I can't even do it. Right. And then you realize, oh, actually, everybody with two kids has been doing that. Actually, yep. they they made it through. Right. Probably and it's nice. So everybody who's running a school. Yep. Is is dealing with the same general issues, yep. and the principles are going to be similar regardless. So, like, yep. we were sitting in the secondary principal's office, and the notes on his board were hilariously <laughs> accurate for the secondary life at our own school. Yep. Like, well, I know. Well. Which is funny because I mean, you know, some of those issues you think we should not still be dealing with this, right? And then you're like. Okay, well, they're still doing. And didn't they already hit forty years? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's like okay, yeah, because I doing think this they a while. were nineteen eighty. Yeah, because it was back that's in right. kindergarten. So forty three. I was in kindergarten. Oh, right. Are we the same age, me and Logos? Maybe. Well. Oh wait, no. Is it twenty twenty two? It's twenty twenty two. Yeah. Logos is one year younger than me. There you go. Yeah. No, it is. Well, and it's it is really sweet to watch people who from a distance can feel like, well, you guys have it all together over there. You've answered all the questions. You've solved all the problems. You have, you've nailed all the curriculum and then you get up on it and you're like, oh, you guys are still working really hard to get better. Cause even we were in the rhetoric four class, the seniors, they're writing their senior thesis and the, we were chatting with the teacher for a few minutes and she's like, Oh yeah. Well, over the last three years, I've overhauled the curriculum entirely, and I'm now, you know, I've made it my own. So, you know, you've take you've learned the material so well that you know what you want to do with it, and you're making your own stuff. Which is does it's not. Oh good, I showed up and somebody else has all the work done for me. Yeah, I'm gonna stop there. I can just coast. Yeah, just keep doing the same thing. And so it's fun to get up on get up on their work and see, hey, they're still working hard. There's still a lot of sacrifice and a lot of effort and a lot of discipline and a lot of joy and, you know, people enjoying the work together and thinking, well, there you go. Let's keep after it. Yep. Totally. Keep going. Okay. Wait, what? Do you have a main takeaway? Mm, Maybe we should have saved our our main takeaways for the end. I'm having a bad structure to our (laughs) podcast. why I don't do the skeleton because I do it backwards and inside out. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What was the main takeaway? I don't know. There were so many. I know. I I feel like, well, okay, here was a massive main takeaway. And also for those of you who are not really involved in the school or don't really like, I feel like most of these principles 
as we were working through them, most of them apply to parenting. Most of them apply to just interpersonal relationships oh, yeah. of varying kinds. Yep. Um, so the hopefully the principles will be applicable regardless. Yeah. Uh, but this one feels both school-wise and parenting-wise uber particular. Um, the whole idea of scaffolding and like teaching a skill with a lot of support and help along the way. Like not expecting kids to do things unless you have done it together a bunch of times. You have really prepared them. Because uh, I think we were surprised in a bunch of the different classes how much work was being done in class yep. and Tons. together. Yep. So, like, there were, I think I went into three different classes where the book that they're reading is being read in class. They're talking about it together. Yep. They're actually, you know, as they're reading, they're stopping to say, okay, who is that character? Why was this piece important? What does that word mean? Um, and really digging into the to the work together in class. And I was thinking about, and actually three classes that I can think of. Well, no, maybe two of the classes. There were, it's an hour long class. So one was a rhetoric four for seniors and the other one was an English eight for eighth graders. They were 15 minute chunks of work basically. Like, okay, hi, we talked about, I graded your papers, I'm gonna pass them back, here are a couple of things that I think about that, blah, 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 here you go, and five minutes to look at their papers and ask questions, etc. And then, okay, we're moving on, pull out your grammar books, we're gonna do this exercise here, who remembers what a verbal is, you know, like some review, and then, okay, you've got 10 minutes to work on that. <clears throat> All right, put it, put it away, now we're moving on to our book, pull out your book, we're going to read this. So, like, keeping the work going so it never felt like you were working on the same thing for some epic amount of time, at which point you totally lose people. Yep. Yeah, no, totally. It was very... <clears throat> almost all the classes were fast, fast-paced. fast Not fast-paced, like, like, I don't know, not, not in a bad way. In yeah. a... It kept moving. It would have been... It... It was very hard even observing to get bored. Yeah. You were getting tired. You were like, wow, this is a lot of work. Yeah, like we're, yeah. we're going on to the next thing. Um, and ha- just like you're talking about, so much grace built into the learning process of yeah. like, um, I'm going to do this in front of you quite yeah. a bit. And then... We're going to do it together. Sometimes that was directly teacher and student, like um, a couple students with one teacher or even one student with a teacher yep. or pairs of students working together, three students, whatever, um, with the teacher coming around to help whoever needed it before then sending them off to do it themselves. And even when you were doing that, they were still right there doing it so that then they could say, oh, wait, I must not have understood this. I, I don't know what I'm doing now. Can you come right. back and help me with it or whatever? That really did stand out as uh, a key thing for like even teaching your kids how to do their laundry or whatever yeah. like don't just show them one time and then be like all right bye because they're probably like I don't know how to do this I, I ran into a thing that I don't know how to do yeah there's yeah. a lot of which is funny because it's like that. it seems like it can be tempting to to feel like well we're extra I don't know. We're going super fast because we're skimming over so much and like we're going so far. So like the idea of slowing down the pace and getting really good at the skills was a good, uh, it was a good encouragement to me as both a teacher and a parent. Yeah. I felt like both, both of those roles for me will be edified because I have a lot of things that I'm like, oh no, I <laughs> think I think I'm I'm belaboring that point. I think I'm not yeah. giving you enough support. I think I'm not I'm expecting too much of you without being a, a help to you. No, totally. Like that rigor is not ditching somebody that you haven't actually instructed. Like yeah. you need to make sure they really do understand how to do it. 
before you have them do that hard work. Like the first hard work is making sure that they know it and yeah. not, not making them feel, um, you know, like, well, you should have already understood right. this or whatever. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of that that I thought was very good. Yeah. There's like a lot of, um, I still can't think of what the right word is. It's like camaraderie or, yeah. Um, like cooperative work or something between yep. learning together. Yep. With the teacher and the students, like yep. where the teacher, like I was in a secondary math class that was awesome. Um, where the teacher was excited when a kid raised their hand, like, Oh, we're having a problem. They were, they were studying for a test. So they're going over, I think missed problems in general. And, um, he, so, you know, he was talking to me in between helping the students, but he was visibly excited when a student raised their hand. Like he was oh, like, Oh, I got to go over there and help them. And then yeah. he would go help them and then come back and talk to me. And I was thinking about what a difference that makes because then the students are also not hesitating raising their hands. They're like, Oh, actually I really am stuck. And I know he will be help. able to tell me how to get out of this. Yeah. 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 I think that was another, I mean, that was remarkable. The amount of, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is that camaraderie? Is that, I, well, honestly, I think it's just that idea of play. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what yep. it felt like was that the, the teacher and the student were playing with the material. They're totally. playing back and forth and enjoying each other yep. in their different roles. And the game is algebra two and we're both on the same side. Yeah. Not, not, I am playing you at algebra right. two. Do you see how Why do you not know? know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And it was, uh, it was really intriguing because there were a number of times where it wasn't like the kids were, uh, they were playing the game of algebra two or rhetoric or, you know, whatever it was, they were on the task of playing that game. It wasn't like they were trying to play a different game in the class, uh, but they were all playing it together. Yep. Yep. Which was super fun. Yeah, that was that part was really good. This is really good visibility, everybody. On right? the past, it's kind of hard to see right now. Yeah, <laughs> like wow. Okay, um, it's not it's not snowing. It's just no. raining. It's not even raining that much, but it's it's quite white. Right. Um, one other thing I noticed across the board that I thought was very. Uh, it was remarkable. There was, um, so there was a lot of different types of classrooms. The first classroom I went in was silent like the grave and <laughs> under complete control at all times, which always is the first. I mean, like, if there's anybody that's going to make me feel inadequate in the extreme, it is people who have that kind of control of a room. Uh, because not only am I not good at getting that kind of silent control, then about three seconds into that kind of control, I'm bored. Like, yeah. I, I want more going on than just that kind of silence. So anyway, it was a very funny start to the class. Um, but also, um, so there were lots of different types of classrooms. Some of them were a little bit more joyfully chaotic, <laughs> where, yep, yep. where it was noisier and the kids were not not quite as still, um, though under control. I mean, it didn't feel like anybody was out of control ever. Um, but I feel like there were not a lot of power grabs from the teachers. No, you know and, what I mean. We like, had a lot of a lot of opportunities where you could be like, you could do a power grab and pretty easily pin it on the student, like yeah. where the student is being. Um, a little provocative slow, a or little, yeah, a yeah. little floppy, whatever, where, um, it would be easy. Cause this is another, like this totally applies to motherhood too, where, um, you can come down really hard or clamp down on something and justify it or try to justify it. You're not obviously justifying it, but, um, justify it with, well, they were blah, blah, blah. It was right. like this. What else was I supposed to do? And they still did not do that. Yeah. No, and it was, it, I think we used the term at one point, it was not adversarial. There, yeah. was, a, there yep. was never a time where it felt like the teacher had an adversarial relationship yep. with the students. It was, 
you know, and there were, I don't know that I saw any real uh, discipline, did you? I think the closest was those bracelets, the Mexican <laughs> bracelets. That yep. was like the closest where there was some, um, uh, yeah, and there was a kid in a secondary class that still had a hoodie on at the start of class, but that oh, teacher okay. handled it so graciously, I, I don't know that I would call it discipline. It was sure. a correction, though. It just, but, I guess that's the thing. It, it felt like gentle corrections yep. did not feel like a whole bunch of yep. adversarial relationships. Well, and some of that seemed to be... This is like fog now. I know. This is the weirdest. We're like in a gray bank of fog currently. But we did just get over the pass. We're on our way home. Woohoo! Coming down the hill. Um, yeah. One of the things that I noticed that I think was key to that was then how quickly the teacher moved on. Yeah. There was not that... You know how you can oh, man. give a correction and then you can do the like locked-in eye contact Stop that's like super stare. challenging? Yes. Yeah. And like the, the wrong kind of personality in a kid will be like, are you challenging me? Well, then fine. No, I won't do it. Right. Um, they These were quick corrections that assumed obedience like they didn't stop to watch the obedience they did check later yep like you know maybe turn around finish the thing on the board and then look back did yep. the student obey but they it wasn't the like I'm telling you to do something and now I'm anticipating that you're not going to do it and I'm going to stare at you right this was way more like quick thing that I know you're going to obey keep moving yeah and that took away a lot of the chance for it to get adversarial right yeah which, like, that, those are, like, two huge warning signs for parents or teachers. If you oh, keep gosh. noting yourself, noting that you are noting, noticing, is uh-huh. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Noticing that either you don't like a kid, your own kid, that kid you're teaching, mm-hmm. if this keeps popping into your head, like, I don't like that kid. Or, if you're like, oh, yeah? Like, yeah. if either of those kinds of things keep popping in, you probably need to do some work before trying to get that person to do anything because right. that's going to go nowhere good. Yeah. I remember learning that when I was a middle school teacher uh-huh. because middle school is like toddler 2.0. I continue to be massively grateful for four years of middle school teaching before I had my own children um, because I feel like it totally prepared me for uh, just giving you some skills to figure out how to deal with different kids because some some kids at that point are pushing back so hard. And so it's all of that practice of like depositing in the relational bank. Like, Hey, I do like you. I think, you know, I'm, I am interested in what you're doing, like being relational with a kid, but then also holding them to a standard. But I, cause I remember at the beginning, there were kids that just, you could tell they were trying to obey or disobey. You knew that they were pushing the line. So you're just always staring at them like, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? You're probably doing a bad thing now. Um, And then if you did give them direction, you were like, just inflaming the situation and being like, hey, why don't you, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In, um, In the class that I visited that probably had the most gentle of the teachers, she's very, very sweet and quiet spoken, like not not a loud bossy person um and I think those were fourth graders okay uh they so they had just come back from a two-week spring break so we're there on their first day back after being out doing fun things for that time and uh one of the boys when I went to visit that class they just they were finishing with a latin teacher that had come in and they were going to be transitioning back to their regular teacher it was very clear that one of the biggest boys in the class, who's uh, also appeared to be just kind of a natural leader, was deciding that school is stupid and he likes spring break better. <laughs> and it's just doing a bunch of um, very Nutty. purposeful, look at me, look at me, instead of, you know, paying attention to what he was supposed to do. And I was very curious how she would handle it because she is so gentle. And she, like, ninja'd him back into the right position with very few direct instructions because he was he was in full masculine mode so like if you had said hey sit sit down turn around you know what you're supposed to be doing he would have been like oh yeah watch me like he would have totally fought back but she slowly through moving the whole class 
got him back engaged doing what he was supposed to be doing without any kind of fight. And it was the right. kind of situation where I thought, oh, I bet I'm going to see an office visit because uh-huh. he is really going for it. Um, but nope, she was able to masterfully steer the whole thing and get him back on board, which is yeah. kind of awesome. It is kind of awesome. That, I feel like that is a huge task of parenting. If, you know, trying to figure out how to, like, and obviously it requires the kind of discipline for your kid to know that when you say yep. stop doing that, yep. that at some point it is going to hurt yep. if you keep not doing that. Um, but... No, like you can tell that part of how that works is they have seen people go to the office. Like, right. like they they do know if you don't get back on board... There will be real problems yes, down the road. Yes, totally. And they won't be easy ones. Yep, but yeah. it also makes it where getting back on board is appealing where it's yeah. not like you must humble every part of yourself. Now, obviously, I'm not saying... Okay, that was probably a bad word choice. Especially for a boy student. Not making it where they have to humiliate themselves. Right, there. they're not coming back to grovel. Right, like, I am nothing. You are greater than me. But right. allowing them a dignified way back yeah. um, is is something to always keep in mind. Cause Which, when you're hard. dealing with the discipline... In a godly way. Like, if you recognize that the sin, you know, whatever disobedience there was, is sin. And if Christ has paid for that, I don't need your humiliation. That's not what pays for that sin. What pays for that sin is Christ's blood. And if you have availed yourself of his blood and have repented of that sin... Who am I to not forgive you? Of course I'm going to forgive you. And we can be back in fellowship, you know, just lickety-split. That doesn't require any kind of thing. Yep, Because totally. I'm, you're not having to pay me right. for that sin. And that, I feel like that sometimes can be a weird, a weird hiccup. Not even hiccup, a weird break. Yeah. Yeah, stumbling yeah. block in the world of parenting and teaching where the... The, the authority is looking for some kind of payment, whether it's emotional penance or real penance. Like, and, I mean, there's restoration. So, like, you know, if you've done something that requires restoration in a practical way, like, that's totally fine. But yeah, not yeah. with that punitive no. meanness that is really you being the god of the system needing to be appeased. No, totally. With your offering. You're like, and, oh, yeah. You, you, you. And also the angle of, like, acting like you're all-knowing because like so do I even know if that kid was sinning no I am not sure if he was right he was being rowdy and um experimenting with how can I impact this entire group so it could have he could have thought to himself I know I'm not supposed to do this. I'm going to do it. Then that would have been disobedience and a sin. Yeah. But also, he might have just been thinking, I wonder if everybody would laugh if I sat like this. Like, I wonder if I could get the teacher to do something crazy if I did this. Like, what if I tried it this way? That, and not assuming that you know their heart, but giving them a way out of even um, just foolish behavior. Like, like, just don't go that way. Come this way. So we got to sit with the principal. He has a um, an upper secondary lunch talk and a lower secondary lunch talk. So like he'll take the juniors and seniors one Wednesday lunch and then he'll take the freshman, sophomore another uh, secondary lunch. Or, <coughs> yeah, during lunchtime. And so we got to sit through the upper secondary uh, lunch with the principal. And he talks to them about a thing. So it was it was a presentation of what he wanted to talk to them about and deal with um, for the most part. And then he requires three questions before they're allowed to leave. And But they can be any questions. It doesn't have to be about the talk. Because when he told us about that, I thought they had to be about the talk. And I right. was like, okay, yeah. But they did not, because one was, what do you think of breed specific legislation? Like about dogs. <laughs> it's like, because you have a German fun. Shepherd. Yeah, 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 totally. That was like, this is exciting. Yeah. Um, so what was interesting about that, he, and which is extra funny because we got to be in the class where, where the question was generated. Right, right. So yeah. it's the senior uh, rhetoric class. They're doing their senior thesis within the rhetoric class. Meaning like they write it there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're writing it in that class. And they were having a work day the following day 
and one of the students had asked the teacher, can we use our earbuds? Like, can we bring in music to listen to while we work? And she was like, well, you're going to have to talk to the principal about that because that's not, that's not my decision. Uh, but, but if he is fine with it, that is fine with me. So I, I'm happy to do that, but you need to go talk to him. So first question after, uh, the principal's talk, this kid raises his hand and says, can we bring our earbuds in for a work time, uh, tomorrow at school? And without, so he asked the question and I'm not a hundred percent sure if the principal knew where it was coming from. No, he from. didn't because I don't think that guy was in the class we were in. I think he oh. was in the other section okay. of the senior class because that class, the one we sat in, they, somebody said, oh, we should ask today at lunch. And all of the students were like, no, we shouldn't ask today because the juniors are there too. It's not the right time. And hey. so then I, and he asked it so fast that it almost seemed like he wasn't listening to the talk. So I also thought that was interesting. Like it was right. a funny, uh, he, and he didn't give any background. He didn't say, so it's our the teacher kind of said thing, to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that the way the question was asked and in yep. the circumstance it was asked, I could see very easily being like no no just no. And being like what's this like right you, you listen to me give you this talk about how i want you to excel and you're like can i break a rule can i bring my earbuds to school what is this totally yeah. so it had that you know you could see the potential for the weirdness was there yep. and he the principal asked him i think four clarifying questions yep. to understand i don't understand what you're talking about or yep. under what conditions you're you're asking for this um and one of the kids said something like, well, because earbuds are banned. And he was like, no, earbuds are not banned. Uh, but they, you have permission with exception yeah. uh, for, you know, for earbud use. And it just was so, it was another one of those Jedi diffusing yep. kind of situations rather than, you know, you could see that it would be easy to be annoyed yep. and just like be curt or... Yep. Rude about or be answer. like, this is too complicated. No, you can't. Like, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. But instead, he did. He asked actually very thoughtful questions and went slow enough and also took each opportunity that he had to show, I'm not against you guys. I'm not trying to keep something awesome away from right. you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make your school experience the best that it can be. And then um, also walked them through. He talked his decision out loud. He was right. like, Well, since you have told me the context, the scope, there's right. a time limit on it. Yep. Um, there's, there are good reasons for it. It doesn't violate any of the general principles of the school. I'm going to say that, yes, you can do that. Yeah. Um, like it was actually, I thought that's a really good thing. I should add into more parenting things oh, is yeah. making sure does the kid know why I'm deciding this? Like, do they know the process I'm using right. to think about it? Or yeah. am I just assuming they do? Right. Um, and just popping off with the answer. Or instead. not caring that they yep. don't. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, half yeah. the time, I think that is tempting, too. Like, you don't need to know why I'm deciding this because yep. I'm the boss, so I'll just make the decisions. No, totally. And even stopping when you do have to say no, and you're like, because I can't handle all the complications this would bring. Right. You can say that to them. You can yep. say, this is actually, it's not the particular that's the problem. It's that if I open up this door, a whole bunch of stuff is going to come in that I'm not ready for. Yep. So let me get ready. Come back to me about this in a week or whatever, you know, right. or whatever's going on, whatever yeah. kind of decision it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I really liked seeing that too. There were uh -huh. a couple of those that I was like, this is worth the entire trip just to watch this interaction. Like, right. Where you're like, Ooh, what are you going to do now? How right. are you going to handle this? going to go? Yeah. Yeah. What were some other things? Um, okay. Most of our people are not Logos people. So I am going to say this. So obviously we went to Logos because in general we look up to them. We are like, what are you doing? We like what you're doing. How could I improve what I'm doing? Right. Not, not to copy them because we're not copying no. them. But to steal as many good principles and even bits of application that make sense in your context. Right. So that's like the base of why we went there. So right. obviously we saw a lot of things that we thought they were doing better than we do. But let me tell you two things that I didn't think they were doing better than us. One, doesn't matter as much. I think our uniforms look way better. We talked about <laughs> this 
a good amount. They have a very cute plaid, but I only saw that plaid on like three students the okay. entire time. And I did find out that part of that was that they had a uniform uh, place in town. Yeah, that they hall could closet. Go. I remember that was in the Logos newsletter. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. They used to have a uniform yep. place in town that got shut down, and so it was being it was becoming very hard for the families okay, to get, to get their stuff supplied. Oh, okay, um, and so some of it came from that. So that's why they added in like the, All the, the solid options. colors. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thanks. This is a lot of crazy. Um, okay, so that that doesn't. I don't care about that as much, but um, but I do have. I mean, if you're like what, why you could talk to us later if you want. Right. Um, but the biggest thing that made me feel very proud of our little Student ragged body, people. Yes. Right? So people. a lot of the classes, so I think all the grammar classes sing at the beginning of the day because they don't have group matins. I don't even know yeah. where they put all those people. Right. But so they have it like in their classroom. So they pray and sing a hymn or a psalm or something. And it seems like the teacher can pick what they do. And then in the secondary classes it was a little bit confusing it may have been first class of the day and then first classes after recesses or lunches right maybe which they probably didn't have recesses but maybe it was after lunch okay yeah because i because i heard three so then i'm like what why did they not sing in that one class then i don't know also but did we just miss it maybe we did because that was the other part is trying to get around all the places was crazy yeah so anyway they sang before most of their classes and you know they have a lot of people their singing was not even close to as good as our students in smaller groups like that. Like yeah. it was quiet and hesitant. grammar was especially hesitant. Yeah, yeah, like very, very quiet and not sure of what they were doing. Um, and secondary was very quiet also. It was it yeah. surprised me because I expected them to Melt it out really out. have that going too. Yeah. yeah, but our students sing so well and not afraid or like whatever they're just like right. oh yeah we're singing we're singing to God right. we're gonna it's do time. it yeah. I always love that when during matins uh Mr. Starr will have you know okay second and third graders you guys take verse one or like there have been a couple of times this year that he has had the yep, yep. dulcia like yep. kindergarten through second grade um do the first verse of a song or something and it is always shocking to me how loud they are yep. for how, what size they are it is amazing i love that too because then when the big kids so come back in yeah look at these beautiful trees um they uh they're it feels up. like they're like cheering them on yep. by singing even louder yep. like good job guys now we're with you right. like it's very together and yeah it's really great. So go easy us. Right. That was very fun. Um, I do feel like, I mean, I, I guess it would make sense to say this was not a trip that, that was, uh, I feel like it was a really good trip to be encouraged to keep working. Oh yeah. And to be encouraged that we are going somewhere. I mean, like there are, there are things that are, are happening and even if they're not happening at the pace that I'd like them to happen or you know I mean there are still it's so easy to look at the work at ECS and be so grateful for what is happening and what's going on so it's like a really encouraging trip to go somewhere and look around and say is there something that we can apply is there something that we can do because we saw it there and it was excellent and it looks like something that we could implement. Yep. You know, so it's not copying because they do it, we should also do it. No, no. It's like you seem to be obeying principles that are godly and robust as yep. a school. And how do we get more godly and robust as a people as well? And like, is there stuff that we could do that would get us there? No, I know, because I, I came in prepared to have to fight discouragement at the end like oh, yeah. like oh man we are way not where we should be and it's not like that at all nope. like I feel filled up and with much like clarified and confirmed thoughts mm-hmm. on some weak spots yep but also like oh we're on the same trail we're right. just we're just not running this fast or this big yet but right. like we're we're coming up behind you yep. we're not even that kid that we saw at the end of the cross country <laughs> thing <laughs> the cross country runners we saw them 
And we saw most of them finish. You know, they're practicing. All kind of in a big clump. And then, then because we, we were there for like five or six minutes before we oh, left. Yeah. And when we were leaving, there were two strappers <laughs> coming in that were like hating that they signed right. up for this. They're like, exactly. why did I think I could run? I don't know. But like... We are we're on the right track. We're right. keeping the right principles in mind, and so there's um, you know ways to obviously keep improving. But they're also right. doing that. They're yep. also trying to figure out how to keep improving. So right. that that was it was very encouraging, and yeah, and actually there were other parts that I was like, okay, that confirms to me that I like how we're doing it. Like yeah, uh, one of them, Saxon Phonics. I've looked into it because I love John Saxon. I like him. I don't think he made Saxon Phonics though. Actually, I think okay, he, but. Uh, so I was like, oh, I wonder if I'd like Saxon Phonics. But after watching it in place, I was like, no, nope, I like mine. Yep. Except for that, that does mean that the kindergarten and first graders occasionally say things like, shawa. Like, <laughs> to be funny, because Moses kept saying that, and I was like, that's very funny. Because I, I wouldn't like have, Yeah, I know. I wouldn't oh. have remembered that, except for I'd just seen that teacher doing it. And I was oh, like, okay. oh, right, right. That's right. why he's saying that. That's funny. Also, I did love that they put on plays. Like, that the, oh, every yeah. class has yeah. a play a month. Yeah. Is that right? Wait, is that what they're doing? One per month? I mean, no, no. I think each class has one per year. Oh, so okay. As oh, a right, school, right. Yeah. like, you know, the first graders will do a play, and yeah. they're doing theirs on April 1st, and then the fifth graders are doing a play, and theirs is going to be on, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the play that, for the little scary, kids, but. that did a whole bunch of not... Um, verbal instruction, but living instruction yeah. on rhetoric principles, like, and all yep. of the things you want them to do of owning your answer, standing up, being brave, like, yep. speak clearly, totally. look at everybody that you're talking to, follow these directions. Yep. I thought that, um, and it was just very cute. So I was like, well, we should be doing that. <laughs> totally. Like, that was, these that people was are. Yeah. What yeah. was it called again? What one were they doing? Oh, I had never... the Gruffalo. Gruffalo, yeah. yes, yes. And the kid that we knew was the star, so that made it even funnier. He was the Gruffalo, which yeah. was funny because we had been sitting there wondering, like, <laughs> when's he going to get up? He's sitting there all by himself. I know. What's his deal? We're like, that's a fun oh. kid. Isn't he going to do something? They're like, oh, he is doing something. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What, what stood out to you about secondary student culture? Oh, yeah. I feel like that was finally a good question, guys. I got, I asked a you good did. question. I don't even know where it came from. Okay, I don't know and you know what? Extra good, because while you were starting that, I was like, I wonder where we're going here. I wonder where <laughs> we're going <laughs> at. Now I know. Good job. This, this, we both are like, when we run out of bunny trails, then we're like, oh no, we don't have a structure. <laughs> exactly. where, where are we going? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I do have thoughts on this. So one of the things that I think was noticeable is that in most of the secondary classes, uh, you could not perceive a lot of personality from the students during class. So like class was actually, they were busy doing concrete things. Like we're, the, the instructor was leading them a certain direction. Like, okay, what, you know, who, who thinks this, you know, what do you, what do you think about that thing? Um, so it wasn't like there was no interaction what? and they were doing work, but it didn't feel like a whole bunch of joking around, you know, like, oh, that kid's the loud one, that kid's the goofy one, that kid's the one that's always sarcastic. Yep. There was none of that. But the hallways were really You lively. could tell in the hallways. Yes. Yeah. The hallways you were like, whoa. Yeah. So also, it, I was surprised, by the way, at how chaotic the hallway was. But because um, there have been times, like like at church, when Sean talks about don't run over the old people, there have been a bunch of, especially when my knee was not strong enough. Where at school and church, I would need to cram myself against the wall because I'm right. like, if I get run into, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. Like right. I can't even. I will fall to the ground and then I'll be trampled by all these people. Um, it was interesting to me. It was very hectic, but also it was flowing. Like yeah, they yeah. somehow knew how to get in and merge out. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, because I think their passing period's like five minutes. Yep. I did think, how do they all use the bathroom in that five know, minutes? That's like, a really that small bathroom. Okay, but that actually, here's another funny feature. They did not have water bottles. 
Like, oh, yeah. there were no... That was a weird moment. In fact, I wrote it down in the first secondary yep. class that I was in. I was like, there are no water bottles and there on... Were, I, there was one girl in one of the science classes that I was in that did have a water bottle. And then I think they were saying, you can, if your parents get an exception for you, then you can. But it made me wonder, well, like, like does she have a reason? Yeah, like, does she sure. need it or something? Yeah. yeah. But I did think that... I actually do have strong feelings about that because I feel like the, I need to fill my water bottle. I need my water right now in the middle of class. You're like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. this is not Africa where, I mean, like, yeah, there is a time to drink your water and maybe not during class is what it is. So I, I thought that was super funny, but I also am not very generous hearted with the whole, I'm going to die. I need my water right now. Well, and the water bottles, when... Before I figured out to say, when I was teaching at the school, before I figured out to say, actually, we're going to put our water bottles with our backpacks. Yeah. Um, it was an amazing amount of chaos. The younger the kid, the more chaotic. Yeah. But um, there's also other ways that it can be chaotic with secondary students. Because, you know, because you're also wearing uniforms, uh-huh. I think sometimes kids are looking for another object to show their identity yes and like water bottle stickers are definitely one of those things and then it's like you're drinking from your water bottle to also make sure everybody can see this is who I am look at me yeah or I've got things I find important I have a hydro flask Cal got a hydro flask at Value Village or something and he's like whoa look it's like a cool water bottle yeah yes now you're cool although I will say I am now firmly convinced that the Nalgene water bottle is the superior (laughs) water bottle of all times. I we have had enough hydro flask metal water bottles that are dented and also if you have any eggs sort of what is he doing? I don't know, but he's feeling like he should come into our lane. Um any sort of if you are a mother or a teacher with any kind of adrenaline issue or startle reflex issue, <laughs> I hate the metal water bottles. I'm like it's- stop dropping that thing. I think we're being shot. Right. Like, please put that away. Kel doesn't ever drop his, so his does not. But his has one of those big mouths on it, yeah. and so he'll leave the lid off, and then it tilts over in the back, and there's, it's like, a lake. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like the Nalgene water bottle is virtually unbreakable. Although yeah, I've heard of I people you, breaking like, them. drove over it with a car, maybe. Maybe. But, but like, basically unbreakable. Yeah. They are... are I mean... Some people are like, oh, well, they're plastic. They taste funny. You're like, okay, well, you drink out of a plastic water bottle when you buy it from the grocery I store. Plastic right? takes, it only tastes weird for a while, though, too. It well, doesn't keep tasting weird. Does it, it only tastes weird if you've left it in the bottle for a while. Oh, like, yeah, which, who wants that? Right, yes. So, that is its own thing. I know. But people, you can all hate me for that. I'm totally the kind of person that's like, this water is stale. And I, I dump did. it down the drain and then yeah, make it yeah, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm like, I don't want to drink stale water. It's gross. Guys. Yeah. Um, I did have a student one year who dropped her stainless water bottle and her pencil box on the regular at least once a day. And I feel like that hardened me to the sound of a metal water bottle hitting the deck. So I feel like... I also like if it's a hard um, pencil box, if you drop it on its edge, then it busts open and all of the things explode out onto everything. And you're like, okay, what... What was I sitting with you in the class where the kid was like arranging his his markers? <laughs> yes. It's like, what is he doing? He is taking a very long time to arrange these exactly how he is wanting them. That was very funny. Yeah. Mm, I did like that most of the secondary had like a pencil pouch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, yep. like a sensible pencil pouch kind of thing. It just, yeah. It seemed like a lot of sleek logistical things, but also. Sometimes then I have to remind myself lockers and lockers. Oh yeah, no, I know. We one of the times when we were walking through the hallways when it wasn't as crazy, I was trying. I'm like, why do some of these lockers have these cute like coloring sheets that say junior high basketball, but they're not on all of them? I thought they were like posters announcing, yeah, or flyers announcing, yeah, junior high basketball is starting. But I'm like, this is a really weird placement because like here are two right next to each other. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is, if you're in junior high basketball, you get one of these on your locker oh, yeah. and then your friends can color on it and sign yeah. it or whatever. And I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. We should totally do that. And then I was like, wait, if we had lockers or sports. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, we'll file that one away to 
exactly. use later when we yeah. have both lockers and sports. I, I guess we it. could do it with the play, right? Yeah, yeah. The talent show. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah, yeah. We're gonna need more of those kind of things. Birthdays. They had birthdays. Birthdays. Yep, yep that's they had right. Birthday ones up there. I, I thought, thought that was, that was really cute. fun. I was yeah. like, that makes it extra fun. Yeah. And it looked like everybody's junior high basketball one at least people had all signed it. Like it was, Which it just wasn't cool. being used as yep. a clicky popularity contest or something. Right. It was just yeah, like yeah. fun. Yeah, you got a poster on your thing. Yeah. No, that was fun. I feel like I launched off into water bottles and missed. I know. Where, thing. where were we going? We were I don't remember. Secondary culture. I oh. almost started telling the story about my glass exploding, but then I was like, that's not relevant. <laughs> Hold we on need to too keep. Far yeah, no, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, we were t- you asked me a very yeah, good. Yeah, the secondary culture. Student culture. Oh, okay. That I think that was what I was going to say. Just that the students were of the variety of self-control and the teachers had the kind of handle on things where during class everybody was engaged. You know, I mean, I didn't feel like it was they didn't have a personality because they were being stuffed shut and oh, not yeah, allowed no, to talk. No. It was like during class everybody was on the job and then they became their wild personal selves some other place. Yeah. Um, and that felt like kind of a unique and interesting uh, dynamic because I usually think, but some of this honestly is sort of the homeschool vibe of like your kid has to be able to say whatever they feel at any given moment yeah. because yeah. how could they not be able to express themselves? And yep. you're like, well, welcome to the rest of your life where you can't say whatever you feel like. Like, that's actually not giving your kids a gift to say anything they feel like at any given time. So no, I, it, that was person, personally convicting to me because mm-hmm. I know my classroom has more personality than it ought to sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying yeah, 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 like I've seen that, but I, like in your classroom. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah, does. totally. It's the, the worst. worst. <laughs> that Keela kid, she's crazy. Um, no, but I, because this is the thing that, you know, we were talking about that. So, yeah, the... I have three noisy kids at the school who, you know, the other day, Cal came home and was pretty grumpy. And I was like, wow, what's wrong with you? And he's like, nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. So I'm like, okay, maybe he just needs to decompress, give him a second, whatever. Uh, and then Hallie's like, by the way, mom, I know what's wrong with him. And I was like, okay, what's wrong with him? She's like, he, he decided he's not going to say anything in Omnibus. <laughs> and so... He's like, he's got it all pent up and he had to rant at Maggie during recess because it was too much that he held in and now he's really grumpy. And I was like, okay. So then we told Cal, that's not allowed. Don't do that anymore. Right. But, so I have kids that definitely like to participate, but, um, it, so here's the thing. If the whole class though has the teacher, um, doing more where it's not, okay. So it's not like a. It's a because dis- those were there were discussions in those classrooms yeah. it, at Logos, but they were more structured and called on and smaller pieces, maybe. Yes, there was not any ten minute dry- diatribes by a person, right? Which totally. is weird. That I actually wondered about that because I was in a third grade class, so this is my first first class on Monday morning. They've just come back from a two week spring break, the silent class. So, a silent class, they were going to read something, and before they started reading, the teacher said, well, class, we just finished up, uh, we just finished up spring break, uh, why don't we go ahead and I'd like to hear from you what you did over your spring break. So, they started at the back, and every kid said something about their spring break, like, what was your favorite thing that you did? But every kid said, like three or four sentences. There were no kids that just took off and went forever. And I was like, that is, do they teach that? Is that something that is like, when you have the floor, you can't have it for a long time. I know. I did wonder if that, um, comes from it being structured from the beginning. Also to say a thing, I'm not saying, cause like also ECS used to have like five people in class. So yeah. if you have five people in a class, it might be weird to be that structured. Cause totally. then you're like, what are we doing? This is strange. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've obviously grown By the a time ton. you have 20 kids in a class. Right. This not is everybody can different... have a 10 minute. No. Like, and when, I mean, I how did. many people are in group omnibus now? How many secondary students do we have? I think there's 50. That's a lot of, you can't, 
Like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, changing... So, like, because here's... I don't even think that by doing that, you know, I don't think Cal then would be coming home grumpy every day because the expectation is different. Like, you're right. like, oh, that's... You know, he doesn't come home from church thinking, well, I didn't get to talk. <laughs> that was dumb. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Stupid church. Um, so, you know, it's like they have that expectation from the beginning that they are expected to participate. Because, like, if you were participating in most of the classes I was in, there was a system for making sure that everybody got in. Yeah. Um, but also, it appeared like the overall expectation was you're not going to talk for a long time. You're right. going to say your thing, give it a shot, and then, you know, we go on to the next person. Yeah who's doing that and see yeah and some of that too then having them work on some of the longer expression of what they're thinking in writing in class also seemed like a oh idea. yeah yeah no yeah. there was a lot of that well overall it was really good it was it a really was. good time that yeah. was it was a very fun uh a fun way to get at just infuse your own work with something that is like different and helping to pick your head up and look at the long the long view yeah for real yeah. how long have we been going here i don't know we, forever <gasps> an hour what there you go that's crazy all right guys that's all we have yeah look at that <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>